Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Hi, everybody. This is Tara Rayburn, the Healthy Habits Coach. And if you are listening to this, you are more than likely a part of the Healthy Habits team, um, our Young Living team that is kind of spanning the globe. Uh, this is my uh, verbal representation of Marcella Von Harding's uh, recent class. It was a, a, a Compliant Essential Oils 101 class here in Vegas. It was fantastic. And, um, you know, we've had a lot of uh, discussions about being compliant. And Marcella is a uh, really, I think she was the first royal crown diamond. They had to create that designation because she had become so successful in Young Living, uh, grown her, her, um, her business so much. And anyway, she is brilliant. She used to work for Tony Robbins. She is a dynamic speaker, very entertaining. If you ever get the chance to see her speak, if she's coming near you anywhere, um, please, please try to get there. And I encourage you also, if uh, she's coming somewhere, for instance, she was here and she was speaking for one of her team members. And as I always share with you guys, it's always a good idea to be up front and just make sure of things. Um, When you're going to an event that's sponsored by another team, just letting them be aware uh, that you're there. And also, if you are bringing anybody, kind of giving them the, the lay of the land and just let them know that, you know, you're... Your, they are your guests, and um, and we also don't, when we go to another event, we don't solicit. And I think most of you know it, but I still spell it out. You know, you don't go to another team event and try to sign somebody up who's not signed up. It can be awkward. But I think all of you are getting that, but I still want to share that with you because a lot of people don't realize the nature of um, the way the sales work in Young Living and that um, while it is an MLM, um, first and foremost, I think it's it's a farming company, you know, and I'll talk a little bit about that later. Marcella does a great job in that. So I am going to, first off, make sure that you know at the start of this call that I have posted pictures and slides from this event, and I'm going to go through my notes and try to explain some of the pictures where I can, but again, this doesn't replace just being at a live event and being part of it. Marcella made the point, it was interesting, I, I called and spoke to her before the event, and she made the, the point of saying that this was a compliant Essential Oils 101, that she was wanting people to pay attention as much to how she was teaching as to what she was teaching. And it's interesting because that is what really made me make it and get to that event because I've been doing oils for a long time, and typically I wouldn't be drawn to going to an Essential Oils 101 class um, but first, it's Marcella teaching it, who's brilliant and very knowledgeable. And secondly, her use of the word compliant, because um, nowadays, you know, we just have to be so careful about what we say, what we write, you know, any kind of claims we might make, any kind of medical um, jargon we might use. And Marcella did a brilliant job of that. In fact, we had a lot of fun with it in the class. 
So on that note, I am going to um, be posting the link for the Flickr for the photos that will go in our Healthy Habits team group. I cannot find the original thread. I'm not sure if it got deleted or not, so I apologize for that. There were some notes that were taken on that thread that were not taken in my notes, but I try to do both. So we'll recreate what we can, and I'll really try to underscore the most important aspects of this. Um, Marcella spoke for Dr. Nancy Brandt, who is a vet here in Vegas. She's in the Northwest area, and she's terrific. She's one of the first vets to be um, doing research as well as using essential oils with animals. And um, my own dog, you know, used to go to her when she was alive, and Nancy knows knows the oils with the animals. Um, she does not use toxic chemicals in her, her practice. I highly recommend her. She is a part of a different team, um, which is fine. It's great. It's just something to know because I know that I made sure to ask Nancy if it was okay if my team members went to any of her events. And she said yes, as long as, you know, they practice um, uh, good etiquette, meaning don't try to solicit customers from her base and that type of thing, and just let her know that they're there. That's always a, an important thing. Um, all right, so I wanted to also share with you, uh, Marcella was pretty, she's worked very hard. She has a lot of amazing certifications. I believe her PhD that she recently finished is on um, complementary medicine, uh, but she makes the point when she shares those credentials with us that you don't need the education she has or the experience she has to be teaching these classes, um, that that is not what is important. Anybody can be teaching these. Now, how she teaches them is really an expertise that we want to focus on. Marcella shared that you know she is a Royal Crown Diamond, which is, a, is the highest distinction at this point that you can have in Young Living, and she has over 500,000 team members, which is really, really incredible. Um, she has always been very helpful to me. In fact, one of the things that she always, one of the last things she ever says to me is, let me know how I can help you. Please let me know how I can help you. And this is coming from a woman who really is not uh, I am not technically part of her team. We are not. Uh, originally, I thought we were all under Marcella, but our Royal Crown Diamonds now are Greg and Carol Johnson. If you're on my Healthy Habits team and you're listening to this, um, those are our Royal Crown Diamonds. But I tell you, Marcella is one of the most giving um, and just wonderful folks I know as far as trying to be helpful and help us all be successful. She also asked initially, you know, if there were any folks in the room that were not yet distributors. And there was actually only one person this night. Most of us were already distributors. And that's an important thing to know, and it's an important thing to be aware of um, for the people who are hosting the event. Because obviously, who's ever hosting the event, if it's a person who just heard about the event came, um, that person would sign up under the host. And it makes sense, or where that host would put them. Uh, she she really just started the explanation of how it, how Young Living works is she says okay so if you were a member of you know how many people in here are a member of Costco or Sam's Club and almost everybody raised their hand and she said well Young Living is similar to that you sign up as a wholesaler and it's you know a one time fee but now Costco and Sam's Club you have to pay every year right right. Well, Young Living, all you have to do is order 50 PV a year to keep that wholesale account. And I thought that was a really nice, quick explanation. I know I've been sharing uh, something similar to that with a lot of you. And she just says, you know, it's basically your 50 PV is, uh, it waives the renewal fee. 
and that's you're getting product in, in exchange for that. Now, she went into a mode. She said, I'm going to share a video with you. And I will say, while this whole presentation I'm doing tonight, and she didn't call it a presentation, but she said the, the whole event tonight is will be compliant except for this video I'm going to show you. And what she did is years ago we, well over the years I should say, we have different DVDs that Young Living has created. And um, it's not that they have anything bad or that's no longer current, it's just it has things that we, claims that we can no longer make, words we can no longer use. And we'll definitely talk a lot about that in this, in this call. Um, I'll share that with you. Now, I, also disclaimer here, I am not doing this call live. I'm recording it live, but not with anybody on the phone. I felt like I could get the most information out to you all by just going through my notes and the photos, and um, that would be the most benefit to you. So that said, she showed us a video, and it, she did explain that she had had it edited. And so if you have some of those old DVDs, it they're not edited as tightly as hers was. I think it was it was definitely less than five minutes that she showed us kind of the history of essential oils. And um, then she went into the mode of talking about our, our uh, how important it is to have the highest quality of essential oils. And I'm going to read to you some of the, the, the just phrases that she threw out. It's not going to necessarily be verbatim. But she talked about, you know, okay, how many of you have seen organic, organic seedless watermelon. <laughs> and she looked at us and she goes, if it's organic, how can it be seedless? You know, by nature, a fruit or vegetable, you know, a, a fruit especially, it needs seeds to reproduce. So how can it be a non-GMO, um, not animal, but product if it doesn't have seeds? And honestly, I never thought about that. You know, it's not been sprayed with pesticides, but a lot of people assume because something's organic, then it is non-GMO. And that's not necessarily the case. She said, anywhere from 90, let's see, the slide, if you turn to, I think it's slide four, it says, um, if you do a search result for essential oils, over 90% of all the essential oils in the market are either perfume grade or flavor grade. And um, that's significant, too, because she talked about the, the level, she gave us some more more statistics, she said actually 95 to 98% of the essential oils in the world are fragrance or food grade. Only 2% of the world's essential oils are therapeutic grade. And guess what? Young Living is of that 2%. So that tells you a lot about the quality of our oils. And she shared with us, because she does a lot of traveling. Her biggest teams are now in Europe, so she spends a lot of time over there. She said that um, in England, it's actually against the law to put apply essential oils neat, meaning like, you know, just put them on a person without any kind of dilution or anything, um, that it's against the law to put that on a person. And she says, and actually that's probably a good thing there because the most adulterated essential oils are coming from England. So what she showed us, what they do is they have a little patch of material, they'll put the oil on the material, and then the person pins it to their shirt and can sit there and smell it when they want to. Um, really kind of interesting. I mean, they use them in hospitals, but they can't put them on people. And again, that's a good thing there because they are not very good quality oils. And she talked about um, 
being that Young Living is the largest essential oil company, we have the buying power. And she really starts to paint a picture of what's going to be happening in the essential oil world in the next few years. She said uh, two very big companies will be coming out over this next year. It's a $3 trillion business. So you can imagine that's why the governments, uh, you know, are really trying to get involved. And, you know, I'm sure pharmaceuticals are feeling somewhat threatened. Um, she said that, let's see, in, in France, the doctors actually will prescribe essential oils internally. You know, they'll have people put them in honey. And um, that, that what a difference between England and France. And I guess the quality of the oils are much, much higher in, in, in France. And, in fact, that's where Gary, you know, Gary originally learned. You know, he learned in the places they've been doing it the longest. He's gone to France to learn from masters. He's gone to um, the Middle East. You know, he really has studied the process. So she starts talking about seeds and how we talk about, you know, refer to the plants. Like, you know, she kind of joked, but, again, this is a nice tip. She said instead of, instead of just saying lavender. Lavender can mean a lot of things. And if you have seen oils from other companies or if you've seen uh, lavender essential oil from around the world, it can have something called lavendin in it, which, which is something that can kind of burn. She talked about how much um, more educated you sound by saying, it's harder to say, lavandula augustifolia instead of just lavender, you know, and that's the actual plant. So when you can use the plant's name, it, it's, um, it, it's a nice thing. It's a nice thing to share that with, with uh, you, the folks that you're teaching. She said, in the next five to ten years, half of the oil companies now are going to be gone. She said, it's such a huge, huge growing business that the supply will not be able to meet the demand. And um, this is where it's important to distinguish between whether the essential oil company a person is using or considering using. Are they a broker? Are they a marketer of oils? Or are they actually a producer of oils? And so Young Living not only has, is one of the largest, so it has the buying power for, you know, oils they cannot grow or don't grow that they do buy from locals, um, but it's growing so many of the oils. It has, um, it's producing them. And we have farms all over the world. And I know they're getting ready to, at the beginning of April, they're going to be, April 2015, opening the Croatian farm. And I so want to be there. I was in Croatia. I, did, at the time, did not know that they were going to, Young Living was going to have a farm there. But this is very um, significant. I'm going to jump forward here in my notes that in Croatia, what's happening because this is such a huge industry now is some companies are starting to, I, I don't want to lower the conversation here, but practice some pretty unethical things as far as obtaining plants and obtaining their oils. And people started to actually offer a lot of money for, for instance, uh, helichrysum, which grows in Croatia. And people started pulling the plants. And Croatia very quickly realized that this is an endangered plant. And if they don't, and those of you who know helichrysum, for, there were years we couldn't get it. And it's a very expensive oil. And so... Um, they, the government in Croatia actually has halted export of helichrysum. Um, people cannot export it. And so she shared something interesting with us. Helichrysum is called helichrysum metallica, and it's great for bone and nerve regeneration. And uh, a lot of people use it for discomfort management. That's a different word that I'm going to use instead of um, the word that starts with P. And we're going to do a lot of that on this. 
she also shared that there's an oil, and this is what a lot of people have to understand. You know, because we're a farming company, we will run out of products because we have to grow them. We're not manufacturing them in a lab. We have to grow them. And so learning different oils that can can really be substituted and used for the same purpose, which there are many, um, is a great asset to have. For instance, uh, the poor man's Helichrysum is wild pansy, which I didn't know. That was a nice little uh, gimme that, that Marcella shared with us. And uh, I'm going to kind of backtrack here in my notes. Oh, by the way, just the fact that Gary is opening a farm in Croatia and working working with the government there. Um, he gets it. He wants to help their economy. He wants to ensure that these plants are able to to continue to thrive, that that we don't lose these oils. And that's the other beauty of, of the fact that you guys are supporting Young Living and promoting Young Living. Um, they are about the sustainability of these plants. We want these plants a- around a long time. Several years ago, we had a lavender blight. And if Young Living weren't producing lavender, we might be dealing with a huge issue in trying to even have lavender now. So that's a, another important fact when people start asking you, well, why should I go with Young Living? It's more expensive. Well, you're supporting a farming company. If you don't grow it, one day it might not be available because um, while we want to respect and realize a lot of local people want to preserve the craft of growing you know, indigenous plants, sometimes the economy and, and when times are tough, people will cut corners. So we want to ensure the highest quality, highest quality plants we can get. And so it's significant that Gary is there working with the government, and he does this at the farms throughout the world. So we're going to push on here. Um, she talked a little bit more about Lavendula augustifolia, and she said it is the mother of all essential oils. And anything having to do with the skin, lavender is the go-to oil. So you can see having an oil like that preserved is important. We don't think of it as extinct right now, but again, Gary is young living is actually actually growing it. Um, Gary has got such a incredible sniffer, shall we say? You know, while they do testing, uh, they do third young living does third party testing to to determine the you know the uh, oil the the potency of the oil, um, what's going on with it on a scientific level. She said, Gary can smell an oil and tell you the constituents of it. She says she's never known him to be more than 1% off just by smelling it. That's pretty incredible. That's somebody who knows what they're doing. And I do know I've talked to um, distributors who have been part of the distillation process and harvesting, and they have seen Gary dump out piles, I mean gallons of oils that did not meet the criteria. They were either picked too soon or distilled improperly, and rather than sell them cheaply, he actually dumps them out. Um, so again, that's a that's a pretty significant thing to do. So um, she shared with us, and I may do a video on this to kind of give you a better picture. There is a woman that I posted in the in the slides. You can see her doing this inhalation process. She now Gary over the years has shown us how to inhale the oils properly, but I really got it in a different way with Marcella describing it. And what she had us do is she had us take the oil and open it and hold it down about our chest, not stuck up the nose like most people want to do. And that's a good, there's a good reason for that on many levels. And she also asked us to close one side of our nose with our finger and inhale through one side. Let's say we'll start with our right side. 
then slowly inhale. And again, you can pull the oil up a little closer if you want, but inhale deeply on that one side. And it's engaging that side of your brain. And she goes through a good explanation, and I wish I could have taken better notes on that. Um, I'll see if I can uh, find a good description of how the oils, when they go in through the nose, how they're going right into the glands and affecting the hormone system. And she said when you inhale through one side and then you switch and you hold your finger over the other nostril and inhale on the other side, there's a couple of things to take note. The oil will sometimes smell different depending which side of your nose. And, And I am finding that to be true. I've started doing that with all my oils when I open them is to smell them on each side, not only to get the the uplifting benefit from the oils, but to also notice they do smell, the aroma is different. Um, And she says what's happening is it's engaging both sides of your brain. When you separate the smell on one side and then the other, it's engaging that cross-brain interaction, which I thought was really cool. I had not ever really gotten that before. Um, Sorry, my notes I'm going back to here. I took a lot. I'm really trying to get to the most important things for you. Uh, anyway, she said, um, she said normally, you know, going back to the, you know, the whole holding one nostril and the other one, she said every 90 minutes we actually switch which side we smell from, which I never knew. And this is switching back and forth between right and left brain, which I found interesting. Marcella says there's about 300 essential oils today. We can get our hands on about 100. She said when people talk about being allergic to oils, she says, and this is this is um, a, a common mode of thinking. You are not allergic to the oil. That somebody has actually, in that case, locked a trauma. They've associated. You know, I talk a lot about anchoring. She said, what happens is people lock a trauma onto that aroma, and usually it's the synthetic version of that. Usually, you know, it's not lavender. It's the synthetic version of that. And until they are able to break that emotional link of a trauma event, then they will have agitated reactions to the oil. Um, And Gary makes the point, he says, if someone does not like, now this isn't reacting, this is liking an essential oil, that they actually need that oil on an emotional level, not necessarily a physical level, but an emotional. And I thought that was interesting. She didn't go into too much detail there. So she does not, you know, I believe her PhD is in integrative medicine. However, she doesn't she never uses the word integrative medicine with essential oils because so many doctors, especially if you're dealing with doctors or, or, or folks that aren't familiar with oils, they just simply do not have a good association. She uses the word, and I've, I've, I like this word a lot, complementary medicine, not alternative and not integrative, that she says complementary medicine, meaning it is not going to counteract anything that is going on um, with a, a person's current if they've chosen Western medicine. Complementary is a much less abrasive term. Um, Let's see. She said all the top essential oil um, professors, she said, I don't know if she's saying professors or professionals, sorry, use only about 10 to 12 oils. A lot of people just get stuck on 10 to 20, not stuck, but that's what they use. They really don't use a whole bunch. So someone can get the um, everyday oils or you know, just a few oils and be getting a benefit. You know, I like to explore new ones because they come at something differently. That way also when we do run out of an oil, I have other options. Um, She said there's three places not to ever put essential oils. 
inside the ear, in the eyes, or as she referred to it, your happy place. <laughs> and, and she was basically pointing to genitalia, that those are the three areas. You can put it behind the ear, on the outside of the ear, but never inside the ear, or the eyes, or your genitalia. Um, and you can always put them on the soles of your feet. That's one of the safest, and you know, it's a great place to, when people don't know what to do with an oil, to have them do it. And she also talked about how you apply the oil. You know, a lot of people uh, will put it in the palm of their hand, rub their hands together, and put it all over. Well, what happens if you have an itch or a scratch, or you do have to touch your eye and you get oils in your eye? She said the pinky. She said she uses the pinky, because most of the time you don't use your pinky for things. And so to get to scratch your eye or do something with your pinky, it's not going to happen. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting, too. Um, she, We had a person in this this particular class who really got offended um, in a big way when Marcella said that she didn't have, um, oh, we were talking about labels. And she's not a big fan of labeling people autistic or labeling them ADD. And a woman really got offended. You know, she, she had been diagnosed with something and felt like it helped her to understand it. And what Marcella was really trying to do is be careful with that because when we label ourselves, we buy into it or, or our children buy into it. And oftentimes, it can affect the outcome of our lives. It can affect how we're treated, how we treat ourselves, whether we challenge ourselves. And this beautiful quote she shared, she said, life will test you based on who you tell the world you are. For instance, if someone walks up and they say, hi, I'm so-and-so and, um, you know, and I'm, and I'm diabetic, you know, well, if that's who you're presenting yourself as, you know, the world will give you some challenges, you know, if you if you say I'm depressed, if you say, you know, there's there's many things that you can say and become labeled or your children. You know, and I used to be I have to be careful about that with my kids when they get in situations where I have to let somebody know they have allergies. Um, I don't want that to lead off on their identity. And as a mother afraid of, you know, when they were younger, them getting exposed to something they shouldn't, you know, I had to really work on that. That was kind of difficult. Um, going back to power. She says, the greatest power we have in the United States is our buying power. And, you know, we can look at using the oils, um, supporting oils, oil companies who are doing the right thing um, or supporting oil brokers, you know. And where we spend our money is very important. And we all know that. But I can't tell you how many people say, well, I found this over there. My mom used to do that. I found lavender for $6 at the health food store. I'm like, don't you dare put that on your body, <laughs> you know. Um, so where we spend our money is, is very powerful. And I think that's part of why we're getting so much grief from uh, government groups and um, probably the pharmaceutical companies are not real happy with the essential oil industry right now because a lot of people are spending a lot of money. It's a $3 trillion business, keep in mind. Again, some of these things I'm going to share with you are going to kind of sound random. It's, a, it's tricky when you're actually trying to repeat notes notes from somebody else. Um, Going into how she describes the oils, she talks about the therapeutic grade, you know, what is the definition, and um, I cannot read the slide there. You might be able to when you look look at it. She talks about the, the basic ways you can use it, topically, uh, dietary, you know, in a capsule or internally. Um, so topical, dietary, and inhalation. That's just inhaling the oil. And there's slides of these different things. Now, I'm not going to go in depth. She didn't really. She passed around handouts. And you'll see in the slides 
the great areas of the body. In fact, it's Mary Young's feet, apparently, and she doesn't like when Marcella tells people that. But the areas of the body that correspond, the areas of feet that correspond to organs in the body. And when we actually, oh, here, here's a great little fact she shared with us. She said there are more organs used for digestion than any other process in your body. Two-thirds of all your body parts are used for digestion. So while we can't tell somebody what they should do for, nor should we tell anybody what they should do for IBS and, and, you know, diagnose like Crohn's disease and all that, we can talk to them about how to support the organs for digestion. You know, when you have proper digestion, that's, that's a huge part of the health battle right there. If you're fighting the foods that you're trying to absorb, that causes um, the body to go into distress and it can cause a lot of different symptoms. But if we support the body and we support the digestive system, I mean, we could we could simply talk about oils that support the digestive system, and that's compliant, and um, and spend all our time doing that because it relates to. And I have found this to be true. When you support the digestion, you are supporting the bulk of a person's overall health. And so you'll see these. You can feel free to download these pictures that have all the maps. If you don't have them, it's important. And it's important to realize that is the right and left foot, the right and left hand. They do correspond it different differently. The ear. Um, I have played a little bit with doing uh, essential oils. You know, just therapy as far as like an acu acupressure type of therapy with oils. And again, don't put the oils in the ear. If you have it on, you know, lightly on a on a tool or a fingertip. You know, you can apply pressure, but you don't want the oils gripping into the ear canal. But uh, it's, it's a huge mecca for emotional response, and I have found that to be very true. Okay. She talked about, um, she talked a lot about digestive enzymes, and I'm a big fan of those. I think Young Living has very good enzymes. They have enzymes targeted at particular, you know, whether it's proteins or carbs and they have overall enzymes. It's important to see which one agrees with you. If you have a holistic doctor, if you have a complementary um, medicine type of doctor, they can actually test it and see if, if which one agrees with you. And she said, if you have any kind of immune-compromised system uh, issue, then you know, whatever it is, the number one product you can take is digestive enzymes. Young Living enzymes are essential oil-infused. And she, she talked about, um, I've, I've experimented with this a little bit, she, she talked about alternating one night, take a handful of enzymes, when I say handful, she's not taking, saying 10. You know, if you've got an issue going on, a big time issue, um, it's, it's possible to take, you know, four to six. Um, that's something you work with your holistic uh, uh, practitioner with. Um, but you could definitely take two, two to four. And uh, I would start off, Small when you haven't taken enzymes before, but she talked about alternating one night taking your enzymes before bed because that supports um, your body healing during the night, and the next night taking your probiotics. Um, I'm kind of playing with that. I'm also playing with the old, uh, what I heard Gary Young say years ago was weeding and seeding. At night, you seed the gut with the probiotics, the beneficial flora, and then in the morning, you seed with the essential oils or the enzymes. I play with that too. She said the rule of thumb for enzymes is if you take enzymes on an empty stomach, um, that, that's what you want to do. You want to take them on an empty stomach. And she talked about some of the different enzymes. You can see the description in our product list. 
Uh, I know we have tried them all, and we use them all for different things. Um, the E4, the packets that they have, I know those seem to do really well for most of my family. I haven't tried them with my son yet. The essential Essentialzyme is uh, good for meat eaters. And she talked about alternating enzymes and probiotics. You know, I have always talked about doing that with probiotics, but enzymes as well, you know, that you can alternate. See what one, which ones agree with you. And sometimes your body seasonally, you know, you might eat more meat in the winter. So maybe it's better to take enzymes more targeted at protein. Um, she said the, the anything, these again are fun little statements that she just peppers throughout. She said anything good for the brain has B vitamins, how important B vitamins are. And um, I had a little quick lesson. I was sharing the facts that are mind-wise. I really love that product. She, she shared that we could probably take, um, or she has heard folks with mental impairment. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair way to say it. I made the mistake when I was sharing of, of sharing my mother's diagnosis, um, which is dementia, and Truthfully, I you know, she kind of gave me a look when I said that, and what I realized is I had used a diagnosis, which is a big no-no for a compliant um, discussion about essential oils, that we cannot use that. We can say mental impairment, memory challenged, um, instead of pain, discomfort, those types of things. But she said, uh, I'm trying to see if I can find exact exactly what she said with the mind-wise, but she said... Basically, um, people can take up to three ounces a day that are having a lot of challenges with their, their memory. And I'm going to hopefully, that is something my mom will take because she can see it and she knows what it's for when she reads the title MindWise. And it seems to be, you know, something that she, she likes and notices the difference in. So she went into, all right, well, let's talk about what's a good word. And she kind of made this a fun thing. What's a good word instead of, you know, when someone's really, you know, something hurts really bad, what's, you know, instead of using the P word, what's another word? And so we came up with discomfort. She said, okay, discomfort relief. And she asked if there was somebody who on a discomfort level had about a, was that an eight or a nine? And a lady raised her hand, and she made sure not to say pain or, or you know, any kind of diagnosis. And she had a lower back discomfort. And Marcella showed us a way of driving the oils in with water. And she had the woman put a um, pan away, uh, uh, literally like take a, make a puddle of pan away. Because I mean, we're talking this woman was in a lot of pain. Uh, excuse me, a lot of discomfort. See how easy it is to do that. And she, Marcella said, you know, when there's that level, you want to really bring it down. And as a person gets more and more used to oil, sometimes it doesn't take as much. But she put a puddle in her hand, and then she put, had the woman put it across her lower back. And then Marcella went over and took some water and put a little water in her hand and then rubbed the water over it. And she said the water will actually draw, it does, it, you know, if you put a carrier oil, then it does actually dilute it some. But, but when someone's in that level of discomfort, to put the water on top, it actually drives the oil in deeper. And she said the more acidic a person is, which, you know, a lot of our lifestyles now do create acidic um, modes in our body. So the more acidic a person is, the more oil they actually need um, to, to help with that discomfort, which I thought was very interesting. Um, acid can create inflammation and um, there can be discomfort. And so sometimes the more heightened we are, we actually require more oils. <clears throat> but um, she said, she gave an example of someone who had a, an extreme issue and they actually used two bottles of oil. 
on their issue. And it subsided, and it never came back. So, you know, on one hand, you go, oh, I, I can't afford to do this. Well, I bet you that person is pretty happy with what they spent on two bottles of oil because their issue never came back, their issue of discomfort. And she talked about Panaway and Deep Relief doing, being really good ones to drive oil in. She shared with us Aning Shared, how great it is in removing toxins from the body. And purification, how um, how mixed with lotion. Now, I want to make sure you know, you don't want to mix it with lotion that has petrochemicals in it because the oils are designed to digest petrochemicals. And if you put them in a lotion that has them and put it on your skin, guess what? You're going to have a um, discomfort level happening on your skin. She talked a lot about Nancy Brandt, uh, not a lot, but she shared with us, she had Nancy Brandt come up and talk to us about the animal products, the animal scents, and all the different animal um, lines that Young Living has. I have been out of the loop on that because I don't have a dog. We haven't had a dog for a few years now. But um, she slowly wins these cowboys over with some of the things that they do. I'm, I'm not going to take the time to tell all the stories, but if you get a chance to follow some of Nancy Brandt's work, uh, she is really a brilliant vet, very, very much so. And um, let's see. The animal scent, oh, uh, what she did talk about is, now, now, I think this is in the write-up of these. They talk about them being very antifungal and antibacterial. That is, as far as I know, not a compliance statement. So you could say um, the animal scents cr- uh, help promote healthy flora in and on an animal, and um, that would be fair to say. The key is with compliance is not to say a medical diagnostic term. And we have the file on the Young Living website. I've posted it in our Healthy Habits team. So not to use that and certainly not to use it along with Young Living because then it really jeopardizes. You can talk about an herb and its benefits, um, but try to avoid making any claims about Young Living oils. And that's really the key. Uh, Dr. Brent, one thing I will share that was pretty neat, she was sharing that they use frankincense for every surgery that they do there at her veterinarian um, uh, uh, office, and they don't use any chemicals. They use all young living to clean with, and they use frankincense in every surgery, and the recovery time is about a third the time it is whenever they used to use regular, um, when they didn't use the oils. And let's see... (laughs) I'm, I'm going to switch over to looking at the slides, and that's you know that's the bulk of it. But what I the big 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 take homes I want to share with you is the compliance thing became a fun thing to to find a word. We spoke briefly about um, we were talking about allergies. In fact, I'm um, getting ready to do a uh, discussion on Monday. Well, if you're listening to this later, it, it, I'm I'm going to be doing it in March 2015, but that we can't say the word allergies. We can't say the word pain. We can't, not in relation to Young Living Oils and making any promises. So what I did is I actually have to go back and make sure I've, I've been congruent with this. I, uh, instead of saying allergies, you know, helping someone's allergies or healing someone's allergies, I can say, for those of you who are pollen challenged in the spring, <laughs> you know, and we actually had fun with that, coming up with different terms that get the point across, and don't make any kind of health diagnostic term. You can actually make this a fun thing. I know Ardell and I one day were talking about, you know, the different games you can even play. Somebody, you know, wins a prize for, you know, coming up with the best replacement term. You know, however you want to do it. But 
Um, I recently was on a call with Stacey Hall and her teams, and if you had a chance to listen to that, it was a great conversation uplifting the whole compliance issue and really talking about um, the fact that, you know, when we do try to diagnose or fix somebody, that's not our place. We're not, you know, we're not doctors. Now, if you are a doctor, that's a different story, but we aren't. And so using those terms aren't the best thing. Now, I know from the work that I've done with people is a lot of people are trying to alleviate symptoms. Symptoms are not the root cause. So to avoid diagnostic terms isn't a bad thing. To talk about supporting the root cause, supporting digestion, supporting mental clarity, um, supporting those kinds of systems, that's, a, that's going to the root of the problem. That focus is on that. And we can share that with people. We still want to avoid saying, you know, Young Living can do this. You can say this oil. And um, there, we're still finessing how to get around that. Um, but the, the key is it's forcing us to help people look at those deeper issues and what is the root system we need to support. You know, you can look at what the diagnostic term is, but instead of saying it, what is the system that you would support to help with that diagnostic or help with the symptoms from it? Well, you know, again, digestion. We could we could address digestion all day long, and that would affect probably almost every system or every symptom that somebody is going through. So I really want to give you hope about the whole compliance thing and that this is going to be ultimately a great thing because it will have people focusing more on the root causes rather than just trying to get rid of symptoms. I'll, I'll end our call with this great image that Marcella shared with us. She said, Gary Young has shared with her that if he ever gets his own jet, he is going to um, fly around the world and he is going to spray the world with joy, literally <laughs> spraying the world with joy. And if you get a chance to see, joy is one of the highest frequency oils, and that, that's significant on many levels, spiritually, physically, um, uh, just, just on every level, honestly. And I just have this great image in my head of Gary flying around the world spraying joy. I just think that's fantastic. So all this to say, I hope you guys get a chance to listen to this whole thing. If you, if you have to listen to it in parts, great. If you want to share it in parts with people, that's fantastic. I just hope it's a benefit to you. And I um, am grateful to be alongside this journey with you. And I pray that you are sustainable and you are able to help support um, your families on all different levels, on financial levels, on health levels, on spiritual um, mind, body, and soul, you know, that's what it's about. And the world needs us all to be rippling out in those ways. And I thank you very much for your time. And I thank you very much for your service. And I hope that you are absolutely in the place that God intends you to be. Take care. Bye-bye. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.